Alright, what's good you guys? This is Yokarect here and welcome to our another Tales from series. Um today's episode is gonna be really short. Um it's episode five of our Tales from series, and today in this episode, um it's going to be Miami. Um, I can tell you um, that I have not been podcasting for a while because I've been busy with work and I had to rearrange my studio again. Um, I'll tweet out a photo of what I got that looking like after the episode. Um, our Tales from series, for those I don't know, is to educate listeners on the many different places in of America, cities and towns that you may have heard of, and places that you may not have heard of, some strange towns like Boston, aka Helltown, Ohio, and even some legendary towns, um, and some villages that you may have never heard of as well. And then today's episode is Miami, so let's go ahead and dive straight into the episode. Now delving into the Tales from um, series, in today's episode, it's Miami that's being featured. Now, for those that are unaware, Miami is a city of just over 440,000 people on Florida's southeastern coast. It has one of the highest Hispanic populations in the United States at just over 70%. Now, I'm using the 2010 census because the recent census numbers just came out two years ago, and they're still being debated in our court system. Um, Miami was founded in the 1800s that was uh, was acquired or taken from your perspective. I can see if it were your Native American and you say that it was taken because it essentially was. Um, and it was basically it was basically incorporated in the 1800s, the late 1800s as a city. Um, I, I meant to put 1900s in the script. I don't know why I put 1800s in the script. I meant to put early 1900s as a script. At least, yeah. Um, in the early 20th century, it was used as a base to protect the United States from Germany during World War II due to its precise port location um, at the southeastern coast, and the U.S. Coast Guard and other military entities were um, very prominent in the World War II era for this particular reason. Because of this, the Miami population exploded. And then, in the 1950s and 60s, when the Cuban Revolution broke out, and communism was on the rise, the population further doubled because rich Cubans came to Miami to escape the revolution, as they were being persecuted by the revolution regime that was trying to overthrow the rich and powerful and replace it with the communist government. So what a lot of Cubans did is they fled to Miami. And to this day, we still have a huge Cuban immigrant population flooding into southeastern Florida as a result of the communist um, crisis in Cuba. And yes, I must note, that to escape from Cuba and get to Miami, it is um, in a communist state, it is very difficult. It's not as difficult as North Korea, because North Korea will get shot at for leaving, but Cuban Americans can, um, can in some form leave, it's not as restrictive, but there are certain conditions that are preventing a lot of them from leaving, and if they do leave, um, depending on how they respond, like in Russia's case, um, they can get, um, they can still become targets if they're, um, even if they're overseas. It's very indiscriminate. Um, but let's keep on track. 
Now, it's one of the top 10 largest cities in the southeast, and let's just face it, with their um, with their high-rises and how big um, Miami is in size, um, it's actually very easy to see why it's one of the top 10 cities in the southeast. In fact, um, with it being for over 440,000 people, it's actually number 8 or number 9 on the list. Um, this is behind a couple of other um, southeastern cities, um, including Charlotte, and um, I don't think it's, I don't think it might supersede Atlanta, I don't think it supersedes Atlanta, um, could be close, very close, um, and actually it's, um, one of the top 50 cities in the United States by population, now, um, top 50, probably in the 40s, um, this is due to the fact that the larger cities, um, namely the biggest ones, are either in the southwest or the northeast, or in Texas. Um, this be um, these being the most notably Houston, Chicago, New York, Boston, L.A., and some may even consider San Francisco, Seattle, or Las Vegas to be in the top ten. Although you have to look, you also look at look at cities, especially like Las Vegas, that are tourist destinations. Um, we did cover tourism versus permanent population in the Myrtle Beach episode that most of the people in Las Vegas that are there, a good chunk of them are not even residents. So you have to take that into account as well. Um, today, Miami serves as a port city financial hub and a tourist destination, and its keys and Miami Beach serve as hotbeds for nightclubs, hotels, resorts, and more tourist attractions. And also, if you guys are interested in learning more about Miami, I will leave a link or a copy and paste link because some um, podcast locations, the link does not work. I had come to find that out after the third and fourth episode. That's why you see copy and paste links in there. Um, you guys can copy and paste the link. And it will take you to the U.S. Census website and my, the city of Miami, or Miami-Dade, as it's commonly referred to, their website. Um, that will give you more information. And I think there's also a Visit Miami um, Beach website, like there is a Visit Myrtle Beach website that I'll leave a link to. That being the, um, the tourist website, but it's still there. Um, also, I do want to note that the cost of living for Miami is pretty decently high, as of all of Florida, as it being the retirement, um, state, and I will leave you guys on one note, um, just because, just because Miami, um, has a high population doesn't necessarily mean that it is the worst place to travel to for Trump for travel reasons transportation reasons it's really it's really not actually as a matter of fact because Miami's population um, and the tourism is proportionately balanced compared to other places in the United States um, Miami's traffic and um, travel is not that much is not that much worse than worse than it is in Charlotte North Carolina for example or um, San Diego California it's actually on par with both of those cities come up both of the cities as a separate entities and so as a result you may not notice that much of a difference if you're coming from a place like New York it might be around the same as New York or Charlotte or Atlanta it's not that it's not that much worse um so if you guys ever do plan on traveling there it is a very beautiful place to travel also they have palm trees and they have sandy beaches and yes the closer you are to the Bahamas the clearer the water is I know it's very cool and 
Miami's water is a little bit clearer than it is up north um, because of how close they are to the Bahamas and the, and the way the current is down there. It's not as dirty. So you guys can, so you guys could actually, so in some spots of some spots, you might actually, um, might actually be able to dive into the water. And there are some cool, there are some cool places that you might be able to find. Who knows? You may even find a um, hermit crab or a sandbar somewhere on the beach. But anyway, um, that is all for our Tales from series for tonight. I didn't do a super long episode because I feel like Miami didn't really have a whole lot to cover um, in terms of um, educational stuff. Um, and I did, I did feel like the history of Miami is not as extensive because it doesn't go back that far. It only goes into the 1800s that I really didn't have to share as much as I typically would with the other cities, um, especially those in the Northeast. But when I get through with the South, um, we're probably going to do Atlanta. Atlanta will be next. And then Houston, those are predominantly minority-based um, cities heavy minority-based cities, and so we're going to talk about Atlanta first, and then Houston, because those are my top two favorites due to their diversity, and then after that, we will start moving farther north, and so you may see, you may see like a Chicago episode and a New York episode in the future, um, but for now, you guys, I am your car wrecked, and I'll see or hear you in the next episode, and one last note, like I said, resources are in the description. Now, that's, now that's all I have to offer, and goodbye, and I will hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week.